0: When I'm talking to Windy, putting the galactic stuff on,
1: <laughs> you look good. I like your scarf. Looks like you got a little ah, little, thank you galactic I scarf going on. <laughs> I should have put my galactic clothes on too, but since COVID nineteen lockdown, uh, I've been looking around my house and I can't understand why it's so confusing in here when I have all this time on my hands.
0: No, I, I'm the same. I'm like, What's why haven't I cleaned guy? my room yet? <laughs> like. <laughs> been going like I was meaning to clean this a month ago and I don't have any
1: excuse not to I I have no excuses and it's more cluttered than it's ever been yeah all of a sudden I've got three cats and I used to have two and it was like where'd that cat come from (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah but
0: it's uh I I have to say I think I kind of needed this like time to do this stuff. Like, just because I'm always gone. I'm never home. I'm never around, you know, I'm always flying. And this has been giving me way more freedom to, and I haven't been doing what I should do. Like I haven't been searching for alternative jobs or, you know, I haven't been doing anything like that would be kind of, 3D productive. No, I've been like in the clouds, thinking about like how I would restructure society, researching what's really going on. Like, I mean, I've been uh, uh, I've been into the magical elements of the world, not this stuff. So that's been nice to have like time to actually really dig in.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you on that one too. That it's, we're right where we should be which is hopefully at the very top of 3D consciousness, getting ready to jump into the fourth and fifth, because uh, this is all about, really, you know, we've got the good side and the bad side, like anything. It's more time to read and connect with people than I ever have, because I'm not doing my job, my 3D job, you know, and the unfortunate part is all the crimes to humanity that are continuing like all the lies in the media
0: so. it's it's very polarizing though i i, I feel very. like people who are not normally aware of that the media would ever lie to them Like yeah. even i mean i have friends who are like i have a friend who's a lawyer in uh, san francisco and he's most 3d human being you'll ever meet in your life and he's just like uh like, he'll send me two articles that basically say completely different things next to each other. He'll be like, what is going on? He's like, we just can't even trust what these
1: people are reporting. I'm like. No. So I just watched. Um, oh, what's his name? Dr. Rashad Butar, Butar? Oh, yeah, Yeah. Wow. The very last one that he just did today. He just blasted. I mean, he just blasted with all the passion in his heart. Uh, out to the people what he sees going on from a medical point of view. And, uh, you know, you want to stand up and go, yeah, yeah, finally. And what came to me was what I'm seeing happen is a lot of people, finally their, their throat chakras are opening up and they're finally saying what they really want to say and what they really want to feel Things that they've been squashing and holding back their whole life because it wasn't deemed appropriate, and you are not supposed to go against your family or your religion or what uh, your social societies are telling you is appropriate action. And people are pushing this aside, and I, I see this opening and all this passion coming out, not just him, so many me too. So many people have finally just said that's it. I'm not holding back anymore. And I tell you, when you start talking like that, the sense of freedom that you start to feel, which is, I wanted to say that 50 years ago, you know, and that boy to sit on really powerful thoughts for 50 years is obviously not good whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But we haven't been given the permission to do it and now it's like oh why do I need permission that's the old paradigm yeah just take it that's the old patriarchal paradigm where my daddy said oh no don't act like that or my teachers or my pastor you know especially for women uh don't speak out and don't you dare go against um Uh, what you are supposed to be saying or reiterating what politics are telling you or newspapers or magazines and it's very very freeing to finally just say, I don't agree. This is why I don't agree, and you don't have to agree with me, but I'm no longer going down a road I don't believe in. And uh, I'm seeing it over and over and over again online as well as friends or family members who I've never seen that before. I've got an older sister who's 83, and I've talked with her today, and she she just blasted through the phone and it felt like things that she had been wanting to say her entire life were finally coming out. So, and so you think it was a result of this um quarantine? Yeah, I do. And, uh, you know, you and I can see our rights being taken away, but I don't think a lot of people are even there yet because they still fully trust everything that they're being spoon fed. They won't take five minutes to go online and check and see if what they're being told is true they won't go listen to doctors from all over the world and what doctors are saying about covid virus
0: that's like my sister is a doctor and she even said today she goes she goes we don't even know if you even if you did have it if you get an immunity towards it you know like she's like you don't get immunity to flu because you had the flu i mean you know it, it mutates every year so exactly. this this cannot be our new normal.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And yeah, talk about normal. I don't I don't know what the new normal is gonna be. The only thing I do know is that now that I've had six weeks to really sit and contemplate, because I I have been deemed non-essential by my governor for both my jobs. So now as a non-essential human being. Uh, That's pretty dangerous because she gave me a lot of time to think and a lot of time to open my throat chakra and start Mm. speaking out as a 70-year-old single self-employed woman who has never used um, any part of the government for a free handout, not once. So I can see myself as a a powerful, self-employed, independent woman and she gave me the opportunity to sit in my house and finally just say, enough is enough. I'm now going to go and I'm now gonna speak out. I am going to go in town. I will go to a rally. I will go to my uh, Carson National Forest, which is closed. And I can walk for miles and never see another human being. I'm saying there's a lot of things wrong with what's going on. And I don't wanna go back to where it was. Because now I can see that before COVID-19, that should be like before Christ, we should start making (laughs) BC, before COVID-19, BC I can see that where we were living was not good, but we needed something to instigate this throat chakra opening and this third eye opening that said, okay, this is good. I don't want to go back to the old paradigm. Now I'm seeing. I want something that's even better. Maybe I won't even go back at the age of 70 to the only two forms of employment I have because I'm going, you know what? I'm better than that. There is something I've got to say, and I'm going to find a platform in which to say it. So I think a lot of times (laughs) the bad things that come up in our lives are just the, the kick in the butt to say, aren't you tired? Aren't you tired of the way things are? So I'm not waiting for the, for the opportunity to hurry up and go back and pick up where everything was. I'm really at the point, which is, you know what? I think I'm just going to stay at home, and I'm going to keep trying to create this new paradigm that I want to live in. Yeah. So uh, that's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. And, I, and I'm really glad to see people passionately talking about what's going on, because normally you don't see that. You know, normally people are pretty uh polite and they don't want to ruffle any feathers and they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And then I go, Well, wait a minute, you really can't hurt anybody's feelings. That's their responsibility as to how they want to take what I say. They can turn me off anytime they want. They don't have to listen to me.
0: Yeah, it's funny because um a couple weeks ago, me and Danielle on our like we one of our conversations was an anti-war conversation and why war's stupid and doesn't make a lot of sense. And we, I, in the middle of that was when we were talking, I was like, yeah, maybe I won't put this in, but let me just tell you. And then she was like, yeah, maybe, I don't know if I want you to put this in either, but da-da-da-da. and then last night I, I, I read, I reviewed the video and I was editing it and, uh, I made, I made a little section. It'll, I'll put it out later, but I told her last night, so I was like, I think we should put that in. I was like, I was like, what, like, why? why do we have to hold back? Uh, I mean, I'm, I, it's my, I have every prerogative to feel that war is stupid. It doesn't matter if you agree with me or not, but I have the right to say it if I want to. And, you know, but there is this whole like programming of like, you're being anti-patriotic or anti, or, you know, like, that's like, you know, that's disrespectful for the people who are serving or the, like whatever. I'm like, I don't, I don't care anymore. Like I have the right to believe the thing, or, or to, you know, express how I feel about something, right? whether you like it or not, and that's what I've been seeing a lot of this, um, you know, freedom of speech being taken away by all these YouTube videos and stuff, where they're being taken down, yes. um, de- demonetized, uh, right, I, I, and I got news for YouTube, like, we'll eventually, all move to another platform, because it's not about censoring us, it was the entire thing, the reason it works is the uncensorship,
1: That's the reason people were attracted to it. Right. So So it it goes right back again to that first chakra chakra opening because everything's communication, you know, and now we're, we're in our homes. I've never spent so much time communicating before in my life because I'm, I'm online. I'm on the telephone. I'm texting. um, Friends drop by and it's up. This is all we talk about. And Mm -hmm. it's like, wow, it's really, it's really happening. The whole, and the planet is expressing itself through its own throat chakra. You know, all the elements represent the emotions of the planet. And she's definitely letting us know how she is feeling through, you know, fire and earthquakes and rain or lack of rain or wind or no wind. Um, She's, you know, she's an expression of us and we're an expression of her. Mm -hmm. So all of this coming out is, uh, it's healthy yes it does come out in funky ways many times but i think for our for our our gurus and for the enlightened ones they know how to use their throat chakra in a very effective way and that's where we're going we're going to learn through our mistakes of you know what i can say and what i can't say but what i do realize now is that voicing my opinion is something that is so necessary because I will never be able to create what I want to create in this new paradigm if I don't voice it. And I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be squashed in an old paradigm anymore with whatever was told to women 20, 30, 40 years ago. um, It doesn't work anymore. It, Mm -hmm. It just doesn't. So I'm not going back there. You know, I'm for finding the people that say, let's charter, a whole new paradigm on planet earth, which means new ways in which to work or not work new ways in which to communicate new types of health programs that are coming in new kinds of media. It's exciting. Yeah. You know, it's an, it's a hugely exciting time to be able to create what we want. Yeah. You know, we got to be careful. <laughs> we do have to be careful. Our words do manifest. So, uh, I look forward to it. That's, that's all I got to say. And I'm going to be very passionate about what I say because I haven't been able to do that before. So I'm doing it now.
0: All right, cool. I'm well, an introvert see,
1: coming out. An
0: introvert? Yeah,
1: expressing yourself. I love it. Yeah. Let's see. What is the beginning of this puzzle? Wow. Um, well, you know, the, the COVID 19, which is just the catalyst, it is simply the catalyst for us to clean everything up, for us to claim our empowerment, for us to claim our sovereignty. Um, We don't even know if COVID-19 is real. It could be all about 5G. Uh, I kind of lean towards the 5G, which is they're testing it in different areas to find out what is going to happen to the human body and the birds and the bees. And I can tell you this year, the birds that Come back and have been back here in my yard for 20 years are not here. Not a single one. Not a single hummingbird, bluebird, nothing. I've never seen it so quiet out there. So I think that there is something going on with the testing of 5G. And I think what's happening is a lot of people that have passed, and it's supposed to be COVID 19, their immune systems have been so corrupted by being in a 5G test system that they've gone, they've passed, and maybe we'll be uh, lucky enough to have these 5G testers to turn around and say, "Oop, this isn't working, we're killing people, and 5G will be changed. I don't know, I would like to think that that's the scenario that we're going in. I don't know whether it is or not, but um, I don't see the COVID-19 virus as what is taking people out. I really don't. I think it's a ruse. People are dying. Yeah, not as many as they thought, so we know that that part is not true. Mm -hmm. Um, World Health Organization and and Dr. Fauci and Bill Gates seem to have come out of nowhere all of a sudden when COVID-19 came in and we're in a position to be advisors to the president and where would any president go to with an epidemic they would be going to the world health organizations where supposedly all the experts are so you can't blame any president for going to world health organizations saying epidemic what do you guys the best doctors in the world what should we do so this is what we're doing this is what came from world health And Fauci and then mostly from the governors of each state, which I won't I used to agree on that. Now that I see what's been done, I don't agree on that at all, because they've all become little tyrants. Mm -hmm. And they're using COVID-19 as a platform for their own individual political careers. So if they're Democrats, they're gonna hold back opening up their states because they don't want to support our president because he may be saying it's time to open up because economically it's hurting too many americans Um, so when i look at a lot of the states that do want to open up they're republican states so it's become such a political thing on on both parts it's become very political so again the human element doesn't even seem to mean much of anything it's again it's it's an election year and it's democrats and republicans fighting against each other Uh, let's uh, make sure we can't go out and vote anymore. We got to put in paper ballots. I've been getting all kinds of emails from my state of New Mexico about, you know, this is how you're going to vote. You're going to have to do paper ballots and you got to sign up, you know, and I just go back and say, no, I want my right to walk into a booth and put my vote in that way. So politically, politically, I think it's really, really unfortunate the way our supposed government is handling the situation. I think Congress has done a terrible job with what's going on. And uh, for a while, Congress was even shut down. It was like, why would you shut down Congress
0: right now during
1: an epidemic? You know, the biggest problem American has ever seen, and Congress is shut down. They didn't give up their paychecks. As far as I know, I believe they're getting their paychecks. Uh, and it's now six to eight weeks in and, uh, I'm a small business owner and I have not seen a penny of any kind of a loan. So then no. I, go in, and I listen to Pelosi and she goes, well, it's all been designated out, but we haven't released it. Yeah. My mom has
0: a, a wedding chapel and, um, uh, you know that like that's how she makes her business that is her business and like the fire department put a notice on her door that said there'd be fine five thousand dollars if anybody congregated over 10 people in it so i mean like they were shut down and brides have canceled up to october already so um and she also applied for like the government loan thing and uh crickets so far crickets and we're
1: you know yeah in, uh, I wish now. I could remember so. this name because I like to talk facts. But um, there was a YouTube out today about a fairly large company that was still falling into small business, and I don't know if it was—I think a hundred employees and under—is considered small business for SBA. Mm-hmm. They were given ten million dollars. million. And I'm thinking that doesn't feel like a small business. It it just doesn't. When so much of the money was supposed to be designated to, to really small businesses. So I'm like, wait a minute. They already got their money, but Pelosi said, we haven't let the money go yet. It's been given. It's been designated out. Oh, that's probably what it is. They probably got their loan for 10 million, but haven't actually received the money. So what ended up happening? And I really admire this company. So I'm going to go back in and find them again. They returned it because they felt that it was so wrong that they got 10 million, and yet all these small businesses, the mom and pop businesses, which there's far more mom and pop businesses in the U.S. than anything else, have not received a penny. So again, well, it felt- and it, and oh, you still have to repay it. It's a loan.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. not it's not like it's not, you know, it's not a grant or free money or anything or yeah, it, it's just well some the of them operation loan.
1: If it's a, if it's a PPP, if it's a paycheck protection, mm-hmm. you don't have to give that money back, but you do have to use it only as uh money designated for paychecks to employees. That doesn't have to go back. Okay. That's good. Um That's cool other loans there's there's lots of loans out there but yes they're absolutely you've got to pay them back and you're getting charged interest so but this particular one that came from uh, from this stimulus package is very disappointing to think that there's so many mom-and-pop businesses and we can't run on a wait-and-see agenda which yeah. seems to be what so many of the government people are doing, Congress is doing. Let's uh oh, let's wait and see. Well, what do you mean? You've got the money, you've printed it, you've designated it, but you're not going to send it out.
0: Well, and even if they do, let's say unban everything tomorrow and, and just go like, "Okay, guys, uh good experiment. We uh you you know, go ahead and you know, be like you were." you have scared so much percentage of the population and yeah. so many from jobs that even if they like opened everything up 100% today, for instance, the airlines where I work, I don't know, before, like it was four years after 9-11 before flight loads returned to what they were. So exactly. like, I, I don't, I, I see that even worse for this because like, this is like, right. hey, you want to get in a metal tube with circulating air with a bunch of strangers? Uh Hi. Yeah and we didn't actually come up with anything to fix this pandemic but just you right. know maybe it's not as bad as you think right like you you like some of these people are psychologically not going to go back to half the things they were doing to begin with
1: i totally agree with that I and totally- so the, sure. your money flow
0: is bad too so like like you're like okay cool open an etsy shop or sell things who's going to like nobody's going to go to restaurants anymore like they used to who like what how is that waitress going to buy a necklace off Etsy. You know, what I'm saying, like the right. circle of of ec- economics are going to be hurt for a long time from this.
1: They will. And you're very right when you say um, those that are super scared. Even if someone got on today, a government official, World Health Dr. Fauci said, it's okay. We've decided you all can go back to work tomorrow. Uh, it's all okay. How many people are going to say, wait a minute? Well, what about wearing all these masks and and there's an epidemic and now you're telling me it's okay to go back tomorrow and everything's fine and everything's going to open up. I think even when they do do that and even when things are safe, not that I think they aren't now, I think they are safe. Mm -hmm. I I haven't followed um, any of the regulations. Uh, They're still going to go out with their masks and their gloves for a very long time because they don't feel safe. Now, some of those people would go ahead, would go ahead and do their own research as we do, but they wouldn't feel so scared. Uh, I just know from personal friends who I have seen who have, um, we found a tennis court that was open so we could get outside and, and just get some fresh air. And they showed up with masks and gloves to, to come play tennis. You know, and I, I try to question people with as much courtesy as i can but it was like did i miss something um is covid now being uh thought to be in the air cuz we're out here in beautiful taos new mexico at 8000 square feet i mean 8000 feet altitude on a tennis court there's no other human beings around but the four of us why the glove and the masks
0: I don't know, last week
1: they changed it from six
0: feet to now it's 13 feet. You have to be standing 13 feet apart now.
1: Yeah, even though the virus has gone. We haven't had, we have no virus in Taos, New Mexico. We haven't had anything for over 14 days. And, you know, we're, we're the second lowest in the nation of ever having anything. But even that logic doesn't seem to apply to so many people who I think are intelligent But the logic of it all, you can stand there and give them facts all day long. But they're in such a fear body that they they just can't hear it. They just can't hear it. You know, and they got into, well, it could be on the tennis balls. It's like, this is a brand new can. We opened it right here. No one has touched those tennis balls. How could COVID, well, it's probably on the ground. You know, we're going all over the place and it was like, nothing you're like, saying do, do you of. do you want to play tennis or not you know it, it was difficult it was dif- i was i was okay because i wasn't wearing gloves it's difficult to use rubber gloves on a tennis racket and and think that anything's going to happen but <laughs> it, it it was hard but you know i mean it's everything everything just keeps going back to the sphere factor and i think it's the cabal and the deep state's last big push of How far can we push the human population? How scared can we get them? Well, there's probably not much more scarier than a pandemic or a physical war that's right there in America. Those are probably the two biggest things that would just scare the pants off of most people. Right. You know, and they've succeeded in scaring a huge amount of people, you know, create all this fear that's up there in the air to the point that they can't even, that there's no logic to it anymore Thus, why there has to be at least some of us out there that are pushing a different agenda which is um, don't act in fear empower yourself you are a sovereign being you do have an inalienable right to take care of yourself uh, take care of your physical body your emotional body your mental body your spiritual body We've watched the rights to assembly be taken away overnight. We've watched religious rights taken overnight. The, uh, the right to employment's been taken away from us. Oh, social distancing. Uh, I mean, I'm not supposed to go up and uh, hug my friends. I mean, everything has been taken away and the unfortunate part is everybody got into such a fear state that they just laid down and said, okay. There's very few people that are out there protesting. We're starting to see some protests now.
0: Mm-hmm. There
1: was one in Santa Fe. There was one up in Denver. The uh, the biggest protest was the one in Michigan, which, oh my God, I mean, just how poorly handled by the governor of Michigan. She's a real disappointment all the way around. Uh, she deemed... Um, a lot of states did this, that alcohol stores could remain open. (laughs) Yeah, that cigarette stores could stay open. Uh, You could continue to buy weed up there and you could continue to have abortions. But if you go into Walmart or if you go into Home Depot and you say, can I get a bag of uh, grass seed? Can I buy some paint? I want to do some home improvements because I'm home alone with no job. You couldn't do that. That was all, all uh, cut out of everything. You are not cut out, um, roped off. Uh, Oh my God. You know, it's like, but the other things, those were deemed essential, but if anything took you out of the house, or got you doing something other than sitting in fear, like going in and painting. No, you couldn't do it. So absolute insanity is coming with so much of this insanity. And this is a woman who is the governor of Michigan. So when these people wanted to go out and practice their right to assembly and peaceful protest, she doubled up on the cops. Sent them there to intimidate. I don't believe there was any fighting, but most of the time you get to go out and protest. We protest here in Towson, we don't have the police show up. There, she sent double the amount of police to intimidate. And then she had the gall to say, if you don't go home, I'm going to keep up the uh, COVID um, precautions even longer than normal. I will not open up any businesses even longer than normal because you're out protesting. All fact. Go check it out. It's it's deplorable. It's just deplorable. So is that technically martial law? Yes, it is. It is technically martial law. Yeah. they're get, Well, um, she's getting really close. She's getting really, really close. Because we did have, uh, I met a couple here from Colorado, which is an hour north. And when they crossed the border from Colorado into New Mexico, they actually were stopped by state troopers asking them, where were they going? Now, if those trooper had stopped them and tried to give them a ticket or arrest them, that would be martial law. But that was intimidation. That's getting really close. So they're pushing it. It's not martial law, but they're doing something they really shouldn't be doing. They're intimidating and pushing those boundaries. You know, police aren't supposed to just stop you for the heck of it. And yet they did. They stopped this couple and said, they saw the Colorado plates. They're in New Mexico. What are you doing? Where where are you going? Everybody's supposed to stay home. You know, and this couple said, we're going down to New Mexico because we want to hike. We're bored. We're not going to be around anybody. We're just, we're just going to go hike. And they highly suggested that they turn around and go home because it wasn't safe to be out. It's sad. Yeah. It's just, it's just sad all the way around. So I hear all these little stories, you know, and I say, I
0: think it's good. I hope it gets super repressive. I hope it gets super, <laughs> super, super bad. Cause that's how people will yeah, throw that's off true. the chains
1: eventually, you know, that's- That's very true. The only way we seem to do anything is when we get really pressed into the corner. I don't think we have to to get that far because we've already, for me, we've already gone too far in in these old paradigms, you know. And I feel like I can recognize it. I can see where I went wrong in my own life, giving up power when I didn't have to, but I thought that I had to due to what people were saying around me or due to uh, churches or due to jobs or government or parents or teachers, my own creative thought form was not appropriate. I was just supposed to do what I was told to do and, and don't question anything. And that's where I think our whole population on this planet, it was something we had to go through in 3D to realize what's it like being oppressed as a human soul incarnated in a body to come learn these lessons of polarity and 3d what's it feel like to be told no over and over and over again and to squash your creativity it doesn't feel good Mm -mm. um okay 50 years of that i don't i don't i don't need it anymore i don't want any more of that and i get the esoteric purpose from my soul to choose to come to planet Earth, to choose to come to 3D reality, because that is all about polarity. Everything everything is polarized. And then to learn from this polarity, how do we stop the polarity? There's only one answer in stopping the polarity. Both ends have to find the middle. we we got to create that vesica Pisces. There's no other way out, Uh, or else we just keep with this. We just keep going back and forth. It's like the Democrats and the Republicans, we're just going to keep going back and forth. Or male and female, we're going to keep going back and forth. We've got to find this area in which we can sit down and say, there's got to be something in the middle. Then we have a resolution to living in a 3D world.